<laughs> this is the Independent 88.5 FM in Los Angeles. And on with me right now is the artist currently known as Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe, <laughs> howdy. What's happening, man? Uh, not much. I'm <laughs> on tour. That's about it. Yeah. Where are you right now? Are you in Canada? I'm in Canada. I'm in Toronto today. It's awesome. Nice and stormy. Yeah. Do you wake up and know where you are or you sometimes like have to look at your chart and see like where I wake I'm... up and know where I am, but yesterday or tomorrow is a mystery to me always. <laughs> That's funny. It's kind of wild. So I've been a, I'm sure I'm the first person to say this. I've been a big fan for a while now. It's kind of <laughs> wild to look back. Like I look back at things in 2017 and they're like this up and coming artist, Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> and I think to myself, you know, uh, we love, uh, this is a station in Los Angeles, 88.5 FM, and we do local music spotlight. We always play local music. We love honoring our local musicians. So you're like our big local hero. I'm wondering for you growing up in LA, I mean, you went from, I'm sure, playing these little clubs and then played the El Rey and then you played the Wiltern. I saw a great show where you played the Lodge Room uh, in the last. Oh, yeah. I think that was, I guess it would be right before the big pandemic hit. Well, no, that was that was 27 or 2018, 2017, 2017. Oh, I was about to tour my first record. That was like my first like show where it really felt like people were showing up which was so oh, fun wow. but yeah I think about you know when you play these venues like one time I saw Sarah Bareilles play the Wiltern and she sold it out and I mean she was just like crying on stage because you know you go to these shows in your own backyard and then all of a sudden you're playing them like how does that feel yeah I mean it's been really awesome it was especially intense because you know not touring for so long and then coming back and having like five times as many people come to a show is was pretty oh, cool right, and interesting right. yeah yeah I mean it's it's also wild like you're so you're I always felt so bad for so many musicians but especially you your Punisher album was in 2020 right and you were about did you have a tour scheduled oh yeah yeah I I had a tour scheduled like I was supposed to leave for Japan like two days before lockdown and like I was gonna go on a tour with the national there oh. and uh and we were like all those dudes and I were like talking about it like I don't know maybe we should just stay home seems like <laughs> playing it safe or whatever it's just yeah it's very strange there was an amazing show you played during the height of the pandemic when you went to Red Rocks and played to no one <laughs> yeah <laughs> how did that, that feel was that did you play Red Rocks before at all we had not we had um yeah and it was that was super weird because we were facing the uh stands like they put us the opposite way so yeah. that I guess like the people streaming it could see the beautiful rocks and stuff but yeah, yeah. it was just like all around very weird and the, and they were like there was kind of a, a larger camera crew especially for COVID like most of the stuff I'd ever I'd done over COVID was like one camera person and like they weren't allowed to applaud because it would seem like there was an audience uh <laughs> so like there were these dudes kind of like not clapping um <laughs> filming us yeah it's very strange and then you recently went back and played there right yeah yeah that how was, was awesome. that I mean that's like a big juxtaposition of that performance like what what did that feel like and was that your first like headlining at Red Rocks I mean I'm older than you like that takes me back to like you two play at Red Rocks 
it'd be pretty wild. Some really great performers have played there. Yeah, like this size of venue is like my favorite. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, like you can still like it can be a rock band playing and it feels full and so fun. And I don't know, like it, it just like you go into the backstage and you see everybody who's played there and it's it's pretty sweet and how about playing the greek i recently oh, yeah. I'm like i'm like i recently saw you do two nights at the greek <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone I, running I, around I in little that. skeleton outfits it's pretty cool yeah so cool so um what would you say i mean it's kind of funny looking from an outsider point of view so uh, listening to the lyrics in your in the garden song where you say i get i have everything i ever wanted like to me if you've ever been a manifester you've been manifesting like crazy like you really your career has just taken off and I mean you're at the Met Gala aren't you opening for the Stones how does it feel to have everything you've ever wanted um I mean it feels cool it's it's like I, I don't know I'm doing it with like all my friends which is really nice um yeah it's just it's like fun to be kind of like on an endless tour with with all my favorite people super super fun and do you is that is that what do you like do you feel the best when you're on the road or do you also like your home time I, I I like a I like a mix I feel like if it's too much of of either thing you kind of like lose sight of what you like about it but I don't know this tour has been really fun so far and how do you feel like when did you get a call like the idea of like opening for the Rolling Stones I mean these have to be really moments for you no is it, yeah it freak you out at all are you like holy shit I mean, yeah, totally. I'm, I I remember like my mom saw the Stones when she was at she was like my age because she was like they'll probably retire soon, so that's also <laughs> wild. Like just getting to open for them and like you know they'll probably be touring like way after me. So yeah, right. They just keep on totally. going. That's totally. Funny. I really loved um, Boy Genius with Julian Baker and Lucy Dacus. I mean, the three of you guys. That was really a special moment at the Wiltern. Like you guys playing your own sets and then coming out together. Yeah. Do you think um, you guys seem really close? Do you think you'll work on more music with them again on another Boy Genius album? I hope so. I think we've just been trying to keep like the ethos of the band pretty like just whenever it's fun. I feel like we're all working so hard that we just want to make sure that like if we ever do anything, it just feels good and not just because like people tell us we have to, you know? Yeah. Is it hard now? Like, you know, when you're kind of blowing up, just people asking you to do so much do you have good uh, boundaries for yourself <laughs> I have, making sure you don't you know I'm sure people are pulling you in all different directions yeah yeah I like saying no to stuff but but I also you know I, I I've been lucky enough to like be excited by most things I get asked to do so so yeah it's been it's it's been super fun and I haven't had to say no as many times as 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 I'd think like I just I feel like the right people find me for stuff which is great yeah that's cool uh your Punisher album what like it's kind of wild that you wrote all that stuff before the pandemic but then there's things in the album I mean even the song Halloween with the whole wearing masks and all that and and I uh, I know the end which it feels like the end was happening already like how did it feel writing all that and then having the pandemic happen like did did it feel kind of weird that some of the stuff you wrote really sort of fit in modern times afterwards? Uh, it didn't feel that weird just because I think I would have been writing about like isolation and the end of the world either way. Anyway, I yeah. yeah, I probably will <laughs> next time too. Like one of my favorite things like Margaret Atwood said was like, if you want to write about the future, write about the past. Oh, And it's good. just like, yeah, like 
history repeats itself and like a lot of those themes like dystopian themes like you can you can be pretty predictive yeah what's um what made you decide to name the album punisher and can you talk about the that song a bit like how that song came together the title track yeah well a punisher is like someone who doesn't know that they are like a nightmare like that that they're the worst person you've talked to and and i guess i was relating it to like being a super fan of like elliot smith and like probably not being able to have anything interesting to say to him if i ever got the opportunity (laughs) i know Um, the feeling yeah (laughs) but a punisher can be like anybody a punisher could be like i don't know your mom's new boyfriend who's like trumpy or something like it could be like anybody who you just don't want to be talking to who thinks that they're interesting that's a punisher yeah that's great do you worry about (laughs) this might sound silly do you worry about you know you spend a a lot of time kind of being I guess sad and emotional like what happens if you get really happy is it easy to write songs when you're happy because I I've written songs in the past and when you're really happy I don't you know, I love Radiohead's like one of my favorite bands. You know, I love moody melodic music. So have you written songs when you're happy? Uh, I feel like I have. I don't I don't really write songs when I'm sad either. Like, really? I feel like any like activated emotional state is kind of a weird place to write from. Like, I, I feel like some sort of like removal from that, like kind of like a more mundane place is a better place to write from. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. I haven't really explored that very much. I really think you're a great storyteller. I love listening to your lyrics. I don't know if you've written other stuff besides music. Do you ever dabble in writing other things? Like, would you write, you know, a show or a screenplay or? Uh, I haven't really experimented like that. Who knows? I'm going to, I'm going to stick to what I know thus far. (laughs) I don't don't really have like a desire for another job. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, my plate is full right now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Uh, what about Los Angeles? What are your favorite places? Like, do you have any awesome places that you love to eat or like cool spots that you love about LA? Uh, I love Burger Lords a lot um, in Highland Park. I think there are a couple. Also Monty's Good Burger. I love a veggie burger. What else? Um, I like Huntington Gardens a lot. The beach. Like, I feel like I've been actually going to the beach more which is nice like I feel like there are years in my life where I forget how close we are to the beach I know I know um and and lately like I think maybe because I'm home so rarely I I can like make an effort and actually have a beach day right what's your do you get time when you're on tour like is there anything you like to do when you get a little bit of time off mostly just like walking it's I don't know like we had like a movie night last night that was fun but what did you watch? but yeah I feel like mostly people just like sleep we we watched Walk Hard oh, which is a great that. film it's a great film John C. Riley. it's like a fake uh, like a spoof on like the Johnny Cash movie it's really funny cool so what do you think so you're on tour now and then um do you have any other plans for the future like have you been writing new music I know you put out uh, on the sidelines yeah I try not to think too hard about the future um <laughs> just yeah, I don't know it's like it's nice to like soak up this tour and I'm I'm always like sort of working on something but but yeah I, there, it's been very rare in my life where I like actually sit down to make something like even when I was making Punisher it's just yeah. kind of just that that was when I had enough songs to make an album you know did you feel like during the pandemic you wrote 
songs or because I feel like talking to different artists some people either wrote a bunch of stuff or they did nothing none of that it's like a strange I feel like I did nothing um yeah it just kind of like shut me down it like reminded me of like being in high school made me super (laughs) depressed so it's nice to be out I feel like I'm way more likely to write when I'm really busy yeah uh when you're traveling all over the place do you ever think um do you still have you still have a place in LA you still live here yeah do you ever think of another place you'd want to live yeah, totally. I feel like if I like a place enough, I definitely fantasize about living there and like never going home. Um, but nowhere in particular. It's like I'm trying to I'm trying to like romanticize the idea of being in a different place every day. It's like the only way I can really stay sane. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think I'm kind of up on time, but um, I really appreciate you take I know you're super busy on tour. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us here cool yeah fm and uh thanks for having me i wish you all the luck in the world can't wait to see uh more of your shows and uh we really have a great tour cool thanks awesome thanks so much if you love checking out this 88.5 live and you'd love to support this station and keep these musicians coming in here and doing these awesome intimate performances where we get to sit and chat with them and get unique performances that you can't find anywhere else. Also, you can end up with this great vinyl. It is the Independent 88.5 FM Studio Sessions, Volume 2. Find out more and donate today by going to 88.5 FM.org.